egotistical, so unpredictable Here on the SNL Network Yes, that is right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the SNL Network's first podcast of 2022. Wow. Can't believe it. I mean, we just wrapped up a crazy end of 2021, and we are back here for the start of the year. Hopefully, will be a great year in SNL. And, you know, as we're getting ready for what should be a very fun January, we have three SNL episodes coming up towards the end of January with the first episode being announced today with host Ariana DeBose and musical guest Roddy Rich. So it'll be fun to get into all our coverage of that over the next couple of weeks and getting into uh, what else is going to come in January. Hopefully we'll get those announcements coming up very soon. Okay. So for tonight, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to Trivia Night. This is our third Trivia Night we are doing, and every single time we have done Trivia Night, we bring in this guy to host the show, and that is James P. Stevens Jr. James, how are you? I am great. Happy New Year, John. You look marvelous, my friend. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, James. <laughs> yes, uh, James, how are you? How was your New Year's? Did you have a, a nice holidays? It was a great holiday season and uh, with the family and out for, to L.A. for a little bit. Uh, come Coming back, I feel healthy. Got a little thing here. Wondering today if it's a fever. I think I have a fever. But, you know, the only prescription is more trivia. More prescription. Exactly. More trivia. More trivia. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I, saw, I was very jealous, James. I saw that you had some nice, had a very nice time with Rich Tackenberg. You went uh, meeting him over in L.A. So uh, it's great when the SNL Network podcasters can get together. Indeed, indeed it is. Yes. Okay, let's get to everything we're doing today. If you're joining us in the live chat, you can play along with our trivia night, and we are going to explain exactly how to do that. So let me just set the, set the table for what's going to be happening tonight. We have two teams of two contestants that are going to be playing against each other on the podcast. In a moment... James will explain the rules of the game. So if you haven't joined us for the previous trivia nights, you will learn how to play. I will then explain for the YouTube chat how to play along. We will introduce our teams, give you the categories of the game, and get the game going. So, James, let me send it over to you. How is the trivia game going to work tonight? Yeah, pretty simple, John. Uh, The format is uh, a game of 10 questions. Each of the (coughs) questions... Uh, has a different category that we've teased uh, for our uh, those that are playing, uh, and then they're going to make a, a wager between one and ten points for each of those. Uh, we will ha- we will have a good night's round at the very end. That's kind of uh, similar to Final Jeopardy, um, but uh, yeah, they'll wager uh, one through ten based on their confidence with the category or what they might perceive the category uh, is relating to. Uh, then after each question, um, we will give the question. They'll have one minute to answer, so we'll give uh, 60 seconds on the clock. Uh, each team will send one player. They'll kind of alternate to the stage. Uh, John will uh, bring them up, and they will have the opportunity to answer. We will ask for the wager first, which will be uh, written on the card or something like that. Um, and then the answer, uh, which will also be written out, um, and uh, it's uh, we'll keep score and go from there. Yeah, exactly. And YouTube chat, basically, you're playing the same game. You're playing along. You can't. You will hear all the questions. You hear all the categories. You will wager a number between one and ten only once and answer those questions as we go through. But in order for you to play along, you are going to play along with the links in the YouTube description. 
Okay, so we're going to ask very kindly to just ask to not affect the game on the podcast. For anyone who's playing in the chat, please do not write your answers into the chat. The way to play is you go to the link in the YouTube description that corresponds with that question. We have our intern, Hallie, who is monitoring the Google Forms in the background and keeping score for everybody in the chat. So periodically throughout the game, we're going to announce the the scores for everyone in the chat to see you know who's winning the chat game as well um that doesn't mean that you can't participate in the chat and and you know talk and have fun and say oh that was a good question or maybe the, you know john and james that was a horrible question you can have fun in the chat just please don't put the answers in there we'll also have a few what we call commercial breaks where we will give you an opportunity to answer those questions in the chat as well those are game those are questions that are not for the on-camera contestants those are contest questions for the people in the chat Okay, so if anyone in the chat doesn't understand anything at all, please write in the uh, chat, and I'm happy to answer, or Hallie will as well, about how to play along. All right, let's introduce the teams that are going to be playing our game on the podcast so we can get things going, and let's bring up our Team A, and they will introduce themselves. So let's bring up Brennan Keller, and let's bring up Scott Sandler. Hey, hey Brennan. Hey, Scott. All right, Hello. so... Thank you guys for playing with us. Let me start with Scott. So Scott, this is the first time I get to meet you on the podcast. Can you tell the listeners about yourself and your history with SNL? My SNL history started with um, a semi-sweep um, night where I have it, was having sweet troubles and I heard the Borat cold open in my mother's mm -hmm. room. I was about 12 at the time and I, I wasn't really staying up that way yet, so... Um, even for a Saturday night. So, and I didn't start watching regularly until I think the next season. Um, around around the time of the uh, like the last show before the writer strike. Um, yeah. That like, and and then I was basically watching regularly from there and. When, awesome. when the show came back, so did I. And as for the movies, I think I've only seen both Wayne's World and the Blues Brothers. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'll give you a clue. We're, no SNL movie talk tonight. So you don't oh, have to worry I, about I figured, not, I yeah. figured that. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's 47 seasons of content to, to choose from. Why, exactly. why do you need the movies? <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you for joining us, Scott. It's really great to have you. And I look forward to talking to you throughout the night. Also mm -hmm. joining us is one of our patrons. We spoke to him on a patron feedback show earlier this season. And it's great to hear again from Brendan Keller. Brendan, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, same as uh, I don't know if uh, James is uh, we're live for this, but I am getting over a cold or a sickness right now, too. So it's not the cool COVID that everyone's getting right now. I took the test and everything <laughs> and I failed. So whatever. It's fine. But I know I'm, I'm feeling a little left out there, but uh, no, I'm doing pretty well. So uh, if you didn't see my um, Patreon feedback show, my, I started watching. Uh, I grew up with the best of DVDs, like best of uh, Will Ferrell and best of uh, Dana Carvey and stuff like that. And the first episode I ever watched was uh, around. Um, it, it was like a January or whatever. Um, uh, Fred Armisen was uh, the president, and the episode started with um, the presidential seal, and I was bamboozled thinking that the president was on at 10.30 at night, and I wasn't going to be able to watch a new episode of SNL, so... 
and, and Brennan, Brennan was the only person in the world who thought that Fred Armisen was actually the president, by the way. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, Brendan, so great to hear from you. And we just had such a great chat with you. So um, really happy to have you on the show. Uh, you guys have a team name that you came up with. So why don't you tell the listeners what your team name is? I came up with the, the uh, Ask Danishers, which mm-hmm. okay. combines Astonishers with Ask Dan. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Perfect. So the Ask Danishers will be Team A. Okay. So great to meet Team A. We're going to send you guys backstage to get ready for the game, and we're going to bring up Team B. Okay. Good luck, Scott. Mm-hmm. Good luck, Brennan. Thanks. All right. Let's bring up Team B, and this is Ian and Brandon who are coming on screen right now. So, so excited to get to talk to both of you, Brandon. Let me start with you first. One of our great patrons who I haven't gotten a chance to talk to on a podcast before, Brandon. Can you tell the listeners, you know, how you fell in love with SNL? Well, I uh, just remember staying up late, going to watch SNL at eleven thirty, growing up with like. Keenan, um, Kate McKinnon, Bowen Yang. Um, I grew up with them. But I'm I'm I think I'm very young. I'm 19 and I'm still enjoying SNL. I've been watching for like 10 years and my parents stay let me stay up until eleven thirty. It was absolutely crazy for them to do that. But I've just been loving the show and I know good amount and it's an honor to be here. Well, yeah, it's an honor to have you. So thank you for joining us. And, uh, you know, someone else who I'm honored to get to talk to because he is a wealth of SNL knowledge. And uh, I actually did a whole podcast with him at this time last year, at the beginning of 2021, just talking about him and his podcast and catching up, talking shop about SNL and other shows. Ian from Eglish is here. Ian, how are you? I'm great. And thank you for letting me play with my children. (laughs) <laughs> yes exactly yeah it's it's uh lots of different pe- types of people different generations here so ian's just happy to have you on the show and you got james vanderbeek to be my partner which is great <laughs> yes that, that is true yeah former former host right james vanderbeek so um ian for those who haven't checked out your show or or don't uh, know you from the snl community just tell the listeners you know how you got into snl sure um it was like um the other People mentioned I was eight years old, and it was 1985, and Pee Wee Herman was hosting Saturday Night Live, and I started watching then, and my parents let me stay up, and now it's 36 years later, and I have a podcast where I get to talk to the people, the writers, the cast members, who I watched when I was a kid, and before I was alive. So awesome. Yeah. And you do a great job on that. So um, Ian, Brandon, so happy to get to talk to you. Um, uh, Brandon, Ian, what was your team name that you came up with so the listeners know who Team B is? Our team name is Dan Hader, which is a combination of both of our uh, favorite SNL cast members, his being Dan Aykroyd and mine being um, Bill Hader. So we just combined them. It was Ian's idea. I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Um, and that's where we're going to be. Okay, well, great choices. Great, great favorite cast members. Okay, so uh, Brandon, Ian, I will let you both get ready for the game while James introduces the categories for everybody, okay? All right, thanks, guys. All right, James, are you ready to introduce the categories? So if you are in the chat and you are getting ready to play along, please listen to the categories, okay? James, go ahead. Yes, for our uh, studio audience, here we go. Uh, Category number one, wedding bells. So category one, wedding bells. Number two, the category is make it double. Make it double. Category three, thank you for being a friend. 
Category four, who are you? Number five, the category is eat your greens. And number six, the category we have is it's never too late. Number seven category, frank and lively. And for number eight, our category is recurring characters. Category number nine, breaking records. And for number 10, the category is Mr. President. John, back okay. to you. Okay, so we are going to get our game started in just a moment. So reminder for the chat, please put your answers in the Google forms that are in the YouTube description. Please do not put them in the chat as we go. All right, Team Ask Danishers and Team Dan Hader, we are going to get our game started with question number one. James, are you ready to go? I am ready to consume mass quantities of trivia. Here it is. Let's do it. Number one, again, category is wedding bells. Wedding bells is the category. During Dick Ebersol's run as executive producer, he married one of the show's hosts, albeit not on the air. Which host did Dick Ebersol marry in 1981? So, John, we've got 60 seconds on the clock. Uh, I'll reread the question here. Uh, again, the category is wedding bells. Uh, during Dick Ebersol's run as executive producer, he married one of the show's hosts, albeit not on the air. No, that would have been interesting. Which host did Dick Ebersol marry in 1981? Okay. So a lot of people, you know, for some of our younger listeners, James, a lot of people don't know that, you know, there was a point in time where Lauren Michaels was not the executive producer of the show. And right. It was a very weird time right. at SNL. It was a strange time. The show had a different uh, feeling, uh, but uh, it did bring us some great folks like Eddie Murphy. You can't forget Eddie Murphy. So we got about 15 seconds left on the clock, and then we'll see uh, who's coming up to the stage, John. Yes. Okay. So James, but if you had to, if uh, let me ask you this question, if Lorne Michaels had married a host, <laughs> who would you have picked for him to marry? Wow. Uh, you know, that's, that's a strange question. I think he probably would have, uh, married, uh, uh, Steve Martin, if I had to guess. Yeah, exactly. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Paul Simon. Answer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Paul Simon's, uh, the guy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think uh, I think uh, Lauren's wedding gift to Paul Simon is bringing Paul Simon into the Five Timers Club every time there's a Five Timers Club sketch. Uh, yeah, I believe I believe you're right. All right, so time is up. Uh, uh, we'll bring the folks up, and then I you, I can reread the question, John. How how shall we go here? Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to bring up from Team Ask Danishers. I will bring up Brennan onto screen. Okay, Brennan, you're on screen right now. And I'm going from Team Dan Hader. I will bring up Ian onto the screen. Okay, hello, Brennan. Hello, Ian. Okay, so uh, what we need from you both before we get your answers is we need your wagers. So, Brennan, what is your wager? Uh, nine. Okay, nine. And Ian, what is your wager? Seven. Seven. Okay, let's start with Team A. Brennan. We had Susan St. James as our answer. Okay, Ian. I also had Susan St. James. James, are they correct? Both are correct. It is, in fact, Susan St. James, uh, who Dick Ebersol married in 1981 on 
November 21st, 1981, to be exact. Uh, Susan St. James hosted on October 10th. And uh, in that short period of time and the break uh, in SNL that season between, uh, I think, episodes six and seven, uh, they got married and uh, they're still happily married and had so, uh, several kids. And uh, so, yeah, Susan St. James and Dick Ebersol is the correct answer. Okay, great job, both teams. All right, so thank you, Brennan. Thank you, Ian. All right, so that is question number one. And we have the team Ask Danishers take the slight lead over team Dan Hader nine to seven to get started. Okay, let's get to question number two for our contestants and our chat. And this category is Make It Double. Okay. Most seasons feature at least one double duty guest serving the role as both host and musical guest. When was the last time we had a season with no double duty performer? Okay, we're looking for a season here. Most seasons feature at least one double duty guest serving the role as both host and musical guest. When was the last time that we had a season with no double duty performer? Okay. 60 seconds and on the clock. 60 seconds on the clock. And John, as you said, it could be any season. It could be, the answer could be season 47, the season that we're in right now, perhaps. Okay. But uh, I don't know. It could be. Yeah, it's hard season. to talk about this one without giving the full uh, without without talking about the people who have played double duty hosts, but obviously uh, we've had a lot of double duty people over the years, so it will be interesting to see if somebody, if you know, one of the contestants on the team does realize when it was the last season we did not have a host and musical guest double duty. And I and also James, I will say for the chat, uh, this is you know you're supposed to be having fun with this one, so no looking up, no going on Wikipedia to check the host and musical guest. Just have fun with this one, okay? Yeah, just put your answer out there, what you think it is, and, and we'll go from there. We have about five seconds left uh, before we uh, pull up the folks. Okay. So there's there it is. Time's up, John. Okay. So um, Team A, Team B, Team S Danishers, Team Dan Hader, get your answers ready to go, and we will bring you up on screen. Make sure you have your wagers ready to go and chat. I will give you the last chance to send in your answers on the Google Forms. Okay. Um, for this question, I believe we are going to be bringing up Brandon and Scott for this one. Okay. So let me bring up Brandon on screen. And we have Scott coming in. All right. So guys, you, you both ready to go? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, L let me start with Brandon on this one. Brandon, can we see your wager, please? We're going to be wagering um, three points. Okay, three points. Scott, let me see your wager. Uh, oh, we're going to be wagering five points. Five points. Okay, five points on this one. All right, Brandon, let's start with you. We, Which uh, season do you believe is the last season not to feature a double duty uh, host and musical guest? Ian and I have come up with season 46. Season 46. Okay. Scott, let's get your answer for the last season not to feature a double duty host and musical guest. Season 43. Season 43. Okay. James, one of these teams is correct. One of them is not. So you want to give the answer to the uh, to our contestants here? 
yes. Uh, let's go backwards by saying this. Uh, season 47, the season that we're in right now, uh, we had Billie uh, Eilish uh, in December, right, uh, doing double duty. Uh, if we rewind back one season, season 46, uh, which was one of the answers, I think, uh, from one of the teams, right? We actually had two that did double duty. No, we didn't. We had no, one. We, had, we, had, we have one. <laughs> yeah. We have one. I got excited. Uh, it was Nick Jonas, though, in February. Yeah. Uh, so uh, now so we're season 46 to reveal, is, is not correct. Yeah. Is not correct. And so that immediately means that since you've really, you know, revealed that someone has the correct answer, it is season 43. Uh, the 2017 uh, 2018 season is the correct answer. Uh, season 45, we had two. We had Chance the Rapper and Harry Styles. And in season 44, we had Halsey. Yeah. And I, exactly. I think, I, I don't think season 42 had anyone either. Uh, you you could be right, but, but we didn't check that. We just checked when the oh, last nice. season was. So uh, thank you, Scott. And thank you, Brandon. So right now we have Team Ask Danishers takes a, a, a pretty good lead. We're here 14 to 7 over Team Dan Hader, but uh, you know, still a long way to go on this one. So it's thank anybody's you, Scott. game. It's anybody's game. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Brandon. All right. Let's go to our next one. And James, over to you for question number three. Question number three. Thank you for being a friend is the category. And the question is, Betty White hosted Saturday Night Live in 2010. Who is the only other Golden Girls cast member to host the show? So Betty White, we know, hosted Saturday Night Live in 2010. Who is the only other Golden Girls cast member to host the show? 60 seconds on the clock. And uh, okay. we will reveal that here in just a moment. So but in the James, meantime, yeah, John, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, uh, during your trip to California, I saw that you had a, uh, you know, like you, you did something Betty White related. So why don't you tell our listeners about that? Yeah, you know, it occurred to me when I'm watching the news and I saw folks were, were um, placing flowers and all this on her Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Um, I was in the neighborhood and I, and I swung by over there. You know, had to had to catch the uh, the stars of, uh, you know, Lorne and other SNL folks. But it was really cool to see the love that was uh, pouring out from folks uh, leaving, you know, some memorabilia and, and, and taking photos. And then I really turned into a, a crazy person and found the actual house that they used for the establishing shot there in L.A. Um, cool. And then uh, also stopped by uh, her gated home where a bunch of folks uh, were also leaving flowers and, and, and things in her uh, memory and honor uh, there at her home. Uh, so she was she was a she was a great one and uh, an amazing host, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's wonderful to get to watch her episode over again. Uh, OK, time is up, I assume, James. We're ready to yep, go. Time is up. Yes. All right, let's bring up Brennan and Ian. So here comes Brennan. Brennan, I will start with you on this one. Can you show us your wager for question number three? Ocho. Okay, we got uh, eight on this one. Ian, can you show us your wager? Nine. 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 Okay. Big money put down on question number three. Oh, yeah. Brennan, what is the answer to this question? Uh, first up, James, can you read the question out loud again? I I, I, I know we I know we got it right, but I just want to happy happy <laughs> to be super confident. Ooh. 
Happy to do so, yes. Mm -hmm. And I can uh, use it in the form of a sentence, and I'll do that. Okay. Uh, Betty White uh, hosted SNL in 2010. Who is the only other Golden Girls cast member to host the show? Okay, yeah, that was uh, B. Arthur. But I thought for some reason I thought you said Golden Girls character. I was like, Betty White, the Golden Girls character. Oh, that doesn't sound right. But no, yeah, that's what I, you're right. Cast member, yeah. B. Arthur is what we got. Okay. Okay, perfect. Uh, Ian, let's see your answer. Yes, 1979, B. Arthur and the Roaches. Ooh. Nice. All right, so you don't get bonus bonus points for that. If we could give bonus points, we would, but uh, yes. November 17th, 1979, B. Arthur, the other, the first Golden Girls cast member to host. Uh, though let's also remember, we did see B. Arthur as well uh, in season one. Uh, or I'm sorry, season two, uh, Norman Lear film, uh, you know, with all the other actors from the Lear sitcoms. So uh, that was kind of fun as well. Yes, great job, team. So right now, your score is uh, team Ask Danishers is at score of 22, and Dan Haters at score of 16. So a little bit closer, and we will see what's going to happen in question number four. So thank you both. But okay. first, we before we get to question four, John, we are at our first commercial break. Okay, that's great. So what's going to happen here is that James is going to read out a commercial break question, and he's going to ask for the name of the commercial. He'll give you the tagline. He'll ask for the name of the commercial. And this is a great opportunity that if you're watching live and you are in the chat, you can answer this question in the chat. So we'd like to see your answers. We'll call out the right answers on the podcast. In the meantime, while we're doing that, we're going to have Hallie give us the scores of the current chat uh, leaderboard. Okay. James, are you ready with our first commercial break? Yes. So these uh, commercial breaks are not just breaks, but they're also commercial parodies. So we're going to ask for you to name the product from the slogan. So here comes the slogan. You name the product. Uh, this, uh, this question is the following. The beer that made Boise famous. So name the product from that slogan. The slogan again, the beer that made Boise famous. And uh, we will uh, give a few moments here for answers to uh, come in from our studio audience. How fun yeah, is so this? we have anybody in the chat who wants to write their answers into the chat for that one. In the meantime, I will give the leaderboard after the first three questions. So our top three right now are John Ananias, who is at 23 points so far, beating both teams right now, John. So great job. Uh, we have Cole J, who's at 16 points. And Jamie Dew is at 14 points. Okay. So that's our leaderboard so far. If you're still competing, you can still get up there. we got a lot of questions left to go. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Bravo, everybody. Uh, so uh, let's get the answer here. Uh, if we okay, can. Okay, so we got, a, we got a couple people. Yeah, we got, uh, we got Cole in the chat who says Spud. We got It's Saturday Night Spud Beer. Uh, John Ananias says I'd have to guess Mommy Beer. Uh, James, what is the answer to our first commercial break? The beer that made Boise famous? The answer is Spud Beer from uh, originally 1975. November 22nd, 1975. That's in season one. Had three appearances of that uh, commercial parody. Uh, the final of the three was actually in season five. Um, and that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, is written by Al Franken and the late Tom Davis. Uh, and John, why don't you go ahead and sing the little jingle? 
Uh, no, thank you. Yeah, no, nobody asked. <laughs> are you? Are you really gonna make me sing? Um, when so, you say spud, yeah. just put your mind on hold. Come on, John. All right. Uh, yes, I, I'm. I'm not paid enough to sing on on the SNL okay. network. So, so <laughs> there we go. But you, you can't deny that it's filled with full, rich flavor of potatoes. Exactly. Okay. All right, contestants, let's get to question number four. So if you did, uh, if you're in the chat and you took a quick break for our commercial break, uh, you didn't miss anything. So now we're going to get to question number four. Okay. The category is, who are you? Who are you? Our question is, of all the former cast members that have returned to host, which one appeared in the least amount of sketches during their time as a cast member. So I'm going to read this very carefully, okay? Of all the former cast members that have come back and returned as a host, which one appeared in the least amount of sketches when they were a cast member? Okay. So, James, we're looking for, I mean, there's a lot of options here. A lot of former cast members have come back and host. It's yeah. a very interesting question and uh, something that uh, likely most people have probably not pondered. So it's, it is it is fun every now and then to throw in these statistics questions, but we're really looking for, you know, there are surprisingly a few cast members over the years that, you know, maybe were not in a lot of sketches during their time as, as cast members, but then maybe blew up off the show or whatever it is and have returned as a host. So you have to think about that when you're answering this question. I think it's a very fun one. So let's break this down again, John. This is a former cast member. Yes. This is uh, somebody who has returned to host at some point. Yep. Um, And when this person was a former cast member, didn't have very many appearances. No, exactly. So and there's a, there's a, there's a lot of options here actually like there there's a lot of people who I would say that the answer is not so clear because there's a lot of people who are close and it'll be fun to talk through this. Well, time is up so it is time to talk about it. Okay, so contestants, get yourselves ready with your wagers. Okay, we're going to bring up Scott and we're going to bring up Brandon. Okay, so for this one, I will start with Brandon for you to give us your wager. We are wagering four points on this one. Four points for Team Dan Hader. And Scott, what are you going to wager for this question? Three points. Three points. Okay, perfect. All right, Scott. I will, uh, uh, Scott and Brandon, I will read the question one more time just to make sure we are clear, okay? Of all the former cast members that have returned to host, which one appeared in the least amount of sketches during their time as a cast member? Brandon, I'll go to you first. What is your answer? My answer is Iron Man himself, Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Scott, what is your answer? I have been stiller. Interesting. Okay. James, we have another situation here where we have two different answers, and one of the teams is correct, one of the teams is not, and the correct answer to this question is actually Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller was in, uh, it was only in 10 sketches when he was a cast member on Saturday Night Live before returning to host. Robert Downey Jr. was in more than 10 sketches. 
So very close, Brandon and Ian. But uh, the team asked Danishers continue to take the lead on this one. So we now have a score of 25 to 16 asked Danishers over Dan Hader, but still a lot of game left to be played here. Okay, thanks, Brandon. Thanks, Scott. You know, Ben Stiller, uh, John, a lot of people will, you know, the, the diehard fans know that he was a cast member, but it was that 1988-89 season where I think he was only in, uh, like, the last six episodes of that season. Um, I don't even think he made it to the end of the season, if I remember correctly. I think he was there for, like, four episodes or something, and then he dipped. He was not having a good time. Yeah, he was, he was kind of in and out. That's for darn sure. Um, yeah. All right, so we're moving on to number five, right? Yeah, let's go to question number five, James. Okay, uh, category, reminder, category number five is Eat Your Greens. And here we go. English singer-songwriter Derek Stevens is probably best known for this song in which the chorus becomes an endless refrain of chopping broccoli in various styles and intonations. So that question again, this English singer-songwriter Derek Stevens is probably known best for this song in which the chorus becomes an endless refrain of chopping broccoli in various styles and intonations. So, John, we're looking for the name of the song, right? Yes, exactly. And because it is in the name, it is in the question, the words chopping broccoli. So, I mean, a lot of people make that assumption that that's the name of the song, but there is a different name that we are looking for with this particular question. Right. The song is not chopping broccoli, but... uh, well, you know, when we get to the answer, John, this might be the opportunity for you to sing. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, one day, one day, I promise. Yeah. One day. <laughs> when we get to a thousand patrons, I will sing on the podcast. How about that? You guys, you hear that? You heard it here first. Let's get the new year right. Yeah, exactly. So uh, while we're waiting for the answers to this question, number five, let me ask you, James, if you hadn't known the answer to who are you, where we're talking about the cast members return to host with the least amount of sketches, would you have thought of Ben Stiller? Uh, I think that that's where I would have, my gut would have been. I, I definitely, the, the two answers that were given, uh, Ben Stiller and uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. are are the two that, uh, where my head would have gone. But I do think, you know, Ben, Ben Stiller was, was much more, uh, abridged his time on the show. You know, uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. was there for a whole season. So, um, yeah, I think I would have thought of Sarah Silverman also. That would have been the other one that would have been close. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, love me some Sarah Silverman. Time is up, though, and we are ready to get some uh, answers here on the Eat Your Greens. Brennan, let's get your wager. Uh, one, one point. Just okay. Oh, one point. Okay. Interesting. Ian, where are you going to go with this one? Eight. Eight points. Okay. So one team is betting very big. One team is not. Well, you know, eat, eat, eating your greens, John, it's it's all over the map, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, Brendan, let's start with you on this one. What is your answer? Uh, oh, and before we get to this question, I, w- I want to read out uh, the Ask Danishers chat for the last question. Uh, first answer, I came up with Ackroyd, and I said, oh, I misheard it. Did Ben Stiller host? Uh, oh, yeah, he did. And he goes, yes, twice. 
You can go with your answer. I shouldn't have doubted you. Good thing it was little points. Yes, 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 let's go. Because he ended up going with my answer, and I couldn't believe it. Anyway. Uh, Nice. uh, Great momentum going with the Ask Sanitaries here. Will it continue into this question? No, we came up with shopping uh, with the little thing, and then broccoli, and then I put an exclamation point at the end. So it's not shopping broccoli. It's shopping with extra stuff in it. So. Okay, so you gave, you gave like a Lil John version of chopping broccoli. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> okay, Ian, give us the right answer. <laughs> so, a lady I know, if I didn't know her, she'd be the lady I didn't know. James? That is the correct answer. The song is The Lady I Know. Because... You know, I guess in parentheses, if I knew her, she'd be the lady I didn't know. Uh, that's how it starts. <laughs> yep, uh, exactly. Played by Dana Carvey in his first ec- uh, episode on October 11th, 1986. Uh, a lot of folks know he used that uh, bit in his audition. Uh, but it's a great, if you've not seen that uh, or just want to rewatch it, it's the uh, uh, Sigourney Weaver uh, season premiere, uh, October 11th, 1986. Uh, and I think Phil Hartman and Sigourney Weaver as the uh, record producers who are really impressed by 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 Derek Stevens kind of pulling it out of his his uh, an Alzheimer. Yeah, pulling it out of his ass. Dan uh, is, is really uh, is really a good one. So back to you, exactly, John. exactly. All right. Well, thank you, Brendan. Thank you, Ian, for that one. And I do have to say before I let you guys go, we have a close game here, folks. We have uh, the Ass Anishers now have twenty five points. And Dan Hader is making a comeback here with 24 points. So we're very, very close in this race. Okay, let's go off to question number six. And I will read this one out with the category, It's Never Too Late. I always think of the JoJo song when I read this category. It's just a little too late. Um, Okay, question number six, It's Never Too Late. In 2010, Betty White became the oldest person to host SNL at 88 years old following Miskel Spillman and Ruth Gordon. Who are the two, and we're looking for two, oldest men to host SNL? Okay? In 2010, Betty White became the oldest person to host SNL at 88 years old, following Miskel Spillman and Ruth Gordon. Who are the two oldest men to host SNL? 60 seconds on the clock. Yeah, we're kind of showing some uh, Betty White love here tonight, aren't we, John? Yes. <laughs> yes, uh, of course, of course. So uh, this is interesting because I do think that, I mean, we're asking for two because I think it's easier to name one, but um, we, there are two, so it'll be fun to talk about. Um, I actually was going to say about the question number five when we were talking about the chopped and broccoli, I actually think um, probably one of the best episodes in the history of SNL. I have to think, like if we voted on, uh, greatest episodes ever. I would think that episode, that premiere for, uh, you know, Jan and Phil and Dana has to be like at the top. Yeah. You know, Jan hooks is another one of them that if you watch that episode, uh, with the understanding that that is her, you know, premiere episode, it's pretty insane. And again, as you said, Phil Hartman and, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it, it is a remarkable episode. It's, it's one of my favorites for sure. Yeah just really just so good and um very fun honestly which you know the the previous season was not as much but this this season ends up being a very fun one with this whole new cast that we get to meet at the beginning of season 12 yeah sets the sets the tone for a whole new cast for sure all right so uh it's never too late uh though we are out of time 
Okay, let's bring up our next two contestants, and we're going to bring up Brandon and Scott. And here we go. And we're going to start with uh, Scott on this one. Scott, yeah. can you give us the wager? Uh, I think we're going with uh, You can make the decision. Six points on this one. Okay, we are going with six. And Brandon, what is your wager for Team Dan Hater? We are going with one. Okay. All right. So the one is being used up here. Okay. Uh, let's start with Team B's answer first on this one. So I'm going to go to Brandon. Brandon, can you give us your answer? We're looking for, let me just read the question one more time. Uh, in 2010, Betty White became the oldest person to host SNL at 88 years old, following Miscal Spillman and Ruth Gordon, who are the two oldest men to host SNL. And we're looking for two. Our two names are Bob Mitchum and Broderick Crawford. Mm, Broderick Crawford, the man who sat in the chair. Okay. <laughs> Scott, let's get the two oldest men. From you. Milton Burrow and Charlton Heston. Okay. James, again, we have a situation here where we have one team who got the correct answer, one team who did not. And the correct answer for this one, both at 70 years old, Charlton Heston and Milton Burrow. So great job to the Ast Anishers over here who regain a, a bigger lead over here with 31 points and team Dan Hader used up their one. They did not get that one. So it's 31 to 24 after six questions. Okay. Thank you, Scott. And thank you, Brandon. John just uh, pointed it out that uh, that was the second time Charlton Heston hosted the one where he turned, where he's 70 yeah, in 1993. And for those of you that have not uh, watched that episode, that is uh, another real uh, treat. Uh, the Planet of the Apes, uh, cold open. It goes into the, the opening montage and the monologue. Um, just, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> outside of the ordinary uh, in terms of uh, SNL delivery, I think. So... Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, James, you ready for commercial break number two? And this is where the audience can answer in the chat. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Okay. Can you, can you read this one out for me while I just uh, get the scores from Hallie? Yep. Uh, happy to do it. Yes. Yeah, so commercial break number two. Again, these are commercial parodies. Uh, you're going to name the product from the slogan and our... Uh, our uh, audience there in the uh, YouTube chat, you can put the answers right here in the chat. So here we go. Name the product from this slogan. You gave him life, now give him confidence. So commercial parody number two, name the product from this slogan. You gave him life, now give him confidence. And uh, let's get those, uh, those answers coming yeah. in here. This is actually one of my favorite commercial parodies. So I do think that this is a very, a very weird one. So if you do know this answer, please write the answer in the chat as well. And in the meantime, while you're answering that, uh, let me update the leaderboard for the, uh, the audience. And uh, Hallie has been telling me that people have been getting a lot of incorrect answers. So we're stumping a lot of people, James, who are coming from the chat. So um uh, including in this last question. But after round six, we have our highest commentators. It's still John Ananias is in the lead with 31 points. Cole is with 16. And Jamie has 14. So uh, really, in the past three rounds, actually, we have only had four correct answers from the entire audience. 
the top three winners are going to get a uh, John is going to send a case of Spud beer directly to your home. Congratulations. I thought you, said I was, I thought you were going to say I was going to sing for them. That's what I thought you were going to say. Uh, no, that's going to be the person in last place. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, okay, so we have in the chat, we have John and Anya says, uh, Jensen's baby toupees. We have It's Saturday Night says, Brownie, Brownie Husband. Uh, that one we just saw very recently on the Betty White episode, I believe. Uh, baby Spanks says Jenny Moore. And James, what is the answer for commercial break number two? You gave him life, now give him confidence is Nelson's baby toupees. Uh, premiered January 21st, 20, uh, 2006 on season 31, and uh, then uh, shown two more times. Uh, you know, John, it's it was really uh, from the good people who brought you baby beards. And uh, okay. again, I you know, not only was uh, he the president, who was it, Bill Hader, I think, uh, but he was also yes. a client. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are we ready to move on with the game, James? Oh, yeah, okay. let's do it. Number seven, right? Let's go and, ahead. Okay, uh, contestants, get ready for question number seven. Category is Frank and Lively. Frank and Lively is the category. This host's monologue was significantly edited in all repeat airings with a disclaimer stating that the host's commentary on the decline in standards of feminine hygiene was a frank and lively presentation and nearly cost us all our jobs. So we are looking for the name of the host. I'll read the question again. This host's monologue was significantly edited in all repeat airings with a disclaimer stating that the host's commentary on the decline in standards of feminine hygiene was a frank and lively presentation and nearly cost us all our jobs well, there you have it yes yes so uh my favorite category name frank and lively for for this question <laughs> yes it, it, it all makes sense now doesn't it <laughs> frank and lively uh, yeah exactly indeed. so uh question number so this is, is very interesting we, we do have a really competitive game going here we still have team b who has not used up um some of their bigger uh wagers so we'll we're we'll get to see what's going to be happening coming up soon and um team a i mean it's a close game so it'll be fun to talk through what's going to happen for the rest of the game james yeah I, it's almost like you're saying it could be anyone's game yeah, exactly. And uh, I do want to talk more about this question a little bit more, I guess, after we give the answer. But um, I will ask you for the last question with Charlton Heston and Milton Berle. Do you remember their episodes at all? Anything interesting stand out to you? Well, yeah, like I said, the Charlton Heston one was was so amazing with the uh, Planet of the Apes uh, pieces. The Milton Berle is, is pretty famous in the sense that, uh, uh, you know, he kept mugging the camera and and you know, the cast, uh, Lauren, everybody was really uh, not uh, a fan of working with him, uh, you know, in the in the course of the uh, episode. So uh, it, it has, a, you know, a, a different feeling based on, on that uh, characteristic, I think. Yeah, definitely one of the weirdest episodes in the first five years, that Milton Berle episode. Okay. Yeah. So here we are. We uh, are out of time. And let's bring up our friends here. Okay, let's bring up Ian and let's bring up Brennan. All right, gentlemen, Brennan, can we get your wager? It's the big one. Okay, we got a ten, 10 spot over here. This is the first ten being used, uh, and 
Ian. Frank and Lively number. Hey, oh, okay. Let's go. We got two tens going here. We got some big podcast energy right here with two tens coming from both teams. Well, this right, is a so Frank the, and Lively competition here. <laughs> yeah, big, big money on the board for this one. Brennan, let's get your answer first. Should do you want me and Ian to do it at the same time? It's yeah, let's do it at the same time. Yeah, you, you, Brennan, you're a great podcast producer. Let's do it at the same yeah, time. All right. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's see. What is the answer to this question? Oh, wow. Okay, so we got oh. two Martin Lawrences right here. We got James. Are, are they correct? Uh, they indeed are correct. Martin Lawrence, uh, February 19th, 1994. Uh, before he was able to, uh, you know, say... Crash test dummies are here with us tonight. He uh, kind of offended uh, quite a few folks, I would say. I thought it was a Tic Tac commercial myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, he will. He will not be brought back <laughs> for that. Um, all right, gentlemen, great job. We continue to maintain our lead for the Ask Anishers. It is now forty-one to thirty-four, but we still have a few more questions to go before our final round. Thanks, Brennan, and thank you, Ian. Okay. And I do have Hallie telling me that all of our audience got the correct answers on that one. So um, very frank and lively question for everybody who's playing along. Okay. Um, let's go to question number eight. Um, James, do you want to read question number eight and then I'll do nine? We'll just switch this up. I know we had it originally, but you can do question number eight if you want. Yeah, have, happy to do it. So uh, we're on uh, number eight, which uh, again, as a reminder to everybody, the uh, category is Recurring characters, recurring characters. Question uh, is, who killed Buckwheat? That's the question, as simple as that. <laughs> okay. that's, that's who it. killed Buckwheat? Okay, so do we want to talk about, well, actually, we'll, we'll hold off with the Buckwheat talk for a second. Let's talk about this a little bit more. Martin Lawrence's episode, very crazy. I mean, that's something that I did not expect. I actually, uh, when I was doing my original run, I knew who Martin Lawrence was. I was excited to see him host. I saw that he hosted the show. I was excited to watch it. Did not expect to see what I saw from Martin Lawrence in that episode. Uh, your thoughts on that episode, James? Uh, yeah, I remember seeing, I mean, this probably ages me, but I remember seeing it live going, oh man, uh, this doesn't seem, <laughs> this doesn't seem planned. Um, and then I remember, again, seeing the reruns that would have those uh, little disclaimers read by the great uh, Jim Downey, uh, who actually says <laughs> the frank and lively presentation nearly cost us our jobs. But uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's live television and you're going to have uh, over the years uh, a handful of stories like this, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, James. So we're going to talk about buckwheat a little bit coming up. And obviously, we got to see buckwheat um, a, a few years ago, but and you know, big character in the '80s for sure. And the question is, who killed buckwheat? That is a a answer that a lot of people would like to know. And we're going to tell you in just a moment. Okay. Yeah, we are uh, we are out of time here, so we are good to bring up our friends. I think. All right. So let's bring up Scott. And let's bring up Brandon. Okay, gentlemen, Brandon, let me start with your wager. We are going to be wagering six points tonight. Okay. Scott, let me get your wager. Seven points. Okay. Brandon, what is the answer to this question on who killed Buckwheat? Well, 
Ian has um, promised that he would help me with this one. Is alpha fa? I'm really hoping I uh, pronounce that right. Alpha alpha. Alpha alpha. That is like yes. Exactly. Um, okay, Scott, what is your answer? John David Stutz. John David Stutz. Okay, James, is it Alpha Fa or is it John David Stutz? Uh, I do believe that we, uh, going into this one, John, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, agreed that we would take either answer, and here's and here's why. Um, on the episode on March 12, 1983, uh, again, an amazing stylistic episode, uh, again, in the Dick Ebersol era, where, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of doing the, the redundant news reporting style of no new information, and they just keep replaying the same clips and all that kind of stuff. Buckwig has been shot. Uh, and eventually we learn, uh, I think at the start of the next episode, the cold open, it was uh, John David Stutz in this whole profile uh, there was, you know, in the uh, about him, and then he's shot Oswald style there, um, uh, also played by Eddie Murphy. Uh, but then we later on learn that uh, that Bugwig had faked his own death, and uh, the actual shooter. Uh, well, here's the thing, John: the actual shooter was Alfalfa. But he revealed they faked his own death. So I guess who killed Buckwheat is not. Okay, anyway, you know, this, this is what we're going to do. Just, just to avoid controversy, yeah. we're going to give we're going to give both answers correct. Okay, so that will be we're going to give the both both uh, teams the correct answer for that one. So it will be uh, forty eight to forty for, as we move forward. Team Astanishers is at forty eight, and Team Dan Hater is at. 40. Okay, great job for both teams. So Hallie, if you're listening for the chat, if somebody put alfalfa, that is a correct answer as well. Okay. Okay, thank you, That's Brandon. That's tricky. And thank it's you, kind Scott. of a trick question, wasn't it? A little bit tricky. We try to avoid controversy here, so let's let's just everybody who got either no one alfalfa or John David uh, Stutz is correct. Yes, and I see Cole in the chat asking. Yes, no one is correct as well. So those are all correct. So Hallie, just want to make sure you you clear that up for everybody. Okay. And in anything, go back to the shelf and pull out uh, March 1983 and check that out. You know, good good stuff there. Yes, for sure. All right, let's get to question number nine. Everybody, are you ready for category of breaking records? And that is a specialty for us here at the SNL Network. We're always looking to see who is breaking records. Okay, listen to this question very carefully. The top 10 all-time in sketch appearances on SNL, which includes onstage or voiceover roles, are all current or former cast members, except for this person. Who is it? So the top 10 all-time in sketch appearances, could be on stage or voiceover roles, are all current or former cast members, except for this person. Who is in the top 10 all-time in sketch appearances that is not a current or former cast member? James, this will be interesting to see if they know this one. This will be interesting. Um, again, it's another uh, very interesting statistic brought to you by your friends here at the SNL Network. Um, and uh, yeah, I like it. I like the I like the question. Yeah, and it's 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 really once we give the answer, I mean, you'll see it's pretty fascinating how many 
uh, sketches we're talking about over here, but it'll be fun to talk through as we go. And I always love sketch appearances. This was something that I know I've talked about a little bit on the podcast, but this is something I spent a lot of the summer doing, which was getting these total sketch appearances uh, counts. And uh, the numbers here are just really fascinating to think about. Yeah, no, it really is. It's uh, it's very statistic based, and um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to learn uh, the answer here for everybody. So uh, maybe read it one more time, and then we're uh, time's up. I think. Okay, so the top ten all time in sketch appearances on Saturday Night Live, which includes having an on stage or voiceover role, are all current or former cast members, except for this person. Who is it? Okay, and we are going to have our friends Ian and Brennan come up for this one. Let's see how confident they are by getting our wagers for the ninth question. Brennan, let's get your wager. Uh, four. Okay, we got a four for this one. Two. Ian, two. Okay. Brennan, let's start with you. Who do you think this is in the top time, all time in sketch appearances that is not a current or former cast member? Uh, I would have liked to save the 10 for this one uh, in case we could have gone out in a blaze of glory, but I'm pretty sure it's the man who bamboozled me on my first episode, Steve Higgins, who said, now a message from the president of the United States of America. It's my okay. guess. Ian, let's get your answer. Okay, so my partner's going to kill me if what he said was right. I'm going to go with Don Pardo. Okay. Oh. Really? So this is this is a really interesting thing here that we have, James, because actually one of you two is correct. And wh what I would say is that a lot of people consider that Steve Higgins took over for Don Pardo for the voiceovers, uh, you know, once Don Pardo stopped doing them as much. So let me give that answer right now. And the person who is in the top 10 for sketch appearances and by the way, I will say this. For anyone who is not a cast member, host, or musical guest, Don Pardo and Steve Higgins are in the top two for crew members who have been in sketch appearances. But the answer is Steve Higgins by a mile. Steve Higgins has, been, has had a role in 759 sketches going all the way back to his original time on the show. He has voiced, he, on average, he voices many sketches per episode. Don Pardo has only been in, appeared in or voiced 227 sketches. So Steve Higgins really dominating there. So we're going to give those four points over to the ass Danishers. And we have no points given to team Dan Hader. And we have a score of 52 to 40 going in to our final question before the final round. Thank you, Brennan. And thank you, Ian. Yeah, Brennan and Ian, and actually both both teams, your your teammates as well. This is really a fun uh, a fun game here tonight because uh, there's there's knowledge uh, on both sides. There always is knowledge on both sides, but the answers are 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 very good ones. And you know the uh, you know you might uh, be surprised that it's Steve Higgins. I mean, he you know started as uh, well. He was what co writer from 1995 to 97, and then has been a producer. From that point, like all all throughout, um, there's almost and you know as as uh, as we heard bamboozled. He's he he almost is that voiceover at the start of so many uh, episodes in the cold open. Now uh, we see him as announcer on uh, Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and prior to that, Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, but uh, let me just say this about uh, the late great 
uh, Don Pardo, uh, and very good answer. Uh, so much of his things were uh, done live, uh, live reads, which, um, you know, Steve Higgins uh, are, are often uh, pre-records. So I, I wonder, uh, just within the context of, of, of producing the show, if that makes a difference. Obviously, it does. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, a great game. Sure. This is this is uh, uh, a lot of a lot of fun. All right, this is our last commercial break, right, John? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into our last commercial break, and we will give the chat results going into question number ten. Yep. So All here right, James, it is. Go ahead. Uh, commercial parodies, you name the slogan from this. I'm sorry, you name the product from this slogan. The slogan is get it or get murdered. Name the product from the slogan. Uh, the slogan is get it or get murdered. Okay, this will be interesting to talk about. Let's give the chat results right now after question number nine. And we still have John Ananias, who was crushing it at 40 points in the chat. We have a new second place in Frank H. Robinson coming in with 34 points. And we have a tie for third place between Cole J. and Victor Higgins at 29 points. So Frank, you're definitely still in it. Cole and Victor, you're definitely still in it because we have one more question and we have the bonus round. The crazy thing, James, that I'm thinking about before we give the answer for this commercial break and let more people write their answers in the chat for this one. Um, name the product from the slogan, get it or get murdered. I am very curious to see how far Steve Higgins climbs up this list. I mean, where does, does he get to a point where he starts passing some serious cast members? Um, could he be the all time person with roles and sketches it would be very interesting to see down the road. So yeah, that, that 759 number, wasn't it that you said the number of yeah. sketches is, is not the number of episodes, but the number of sketches. So, um, you know, is there a average, uh, in the current, uh, episodes i don't know like two an episode or something i don't know i mean he's um, he's doing a lot i mean in the he uh, even one episode this season he had five sketches uh, with voiceovers that was season 47 episode number six so um you know he comes in does this does a lot of work for the show um and the cast members who i have a question in the chat from cole who are the cast members at number one number two keenan is in first place with 1482 sketches and phil hartman at 1009 so still a ways to go for Steve Higgins, but we'll see what happens. And Keenan, obviously, still just, you know, stacking his lead. Um, so okay, let's, wrap let's up give the answer for the commercial break. break. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we're naming the product from the slogan. And, John, you can see the, the chat. I'm not looking at it right now, so I don't know if we have any correct answers. But the slogan is get in or get murdered. And the answer is Broadview Security. Okay. So, so you were going to broad view security. Do we did did do we get some people who got that one? That's I think I don't think we did. One. Nobody in the chat got broad view security. So it's from them. 2010, and uh, check it out. It's uh, I remember it's like, are you a single woman who lives alone in a large five person house? <laughs> then you need broad view security. Uh, Bill Hader's the spokesperson. Nassim Pedrad, the single woman. Uh, check it out. That's a uh, uh, it's uh, one you may have not remembered. It's a uh, uh, it's a funny one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a good number one. ten. Let's let's get to question number ten. And remember that you only have one wager left to go for this one, and then we will have our final round, and we'll explain how that works right after this question. Okay. Categories, Mr. President. Okay. 
Question. This season, James Austin Johnson became the third SNL cast member to play the current president of the United States in their first episode. Who were the previous two cast members to play the president of the United States in their first episode? Okay. So, James? Another another really fun question. Uh, we may have, uh, if you were doing your homework, we may have revealed this earlier. Uh, within our uh, social media, true? Th- that is true. We had, we did actually put this answer out on social media. We actually talked about this on the podcast. So if you are a podcast listener, you would know the answer to this. We spoke about this a lot during week number one. So James Austin Stevens, let me read this out one more time. This season, <laughs> James Austin Johnson became the third SNL cast member to play the current president of the United States in their first episode. Who were the previous two? Okay. Yeah, it's really crazy to think uh, your first, your first episode as a cast member, you're playing the the current president of the United States. Yeah. Okay. So we're looking for two here. There's only two. It's 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 really interesting to think about. There's a lot of you know people who are famous for playing presidents during their times on the show, but did they play the presidents in their first episode as a cast member? How much time we got left, James? Uh, we are just about up, so we are good. Okay. So for this one, we're going to be bringing up Brandon, and we're going to bring up Scott. Hello, gentlemen. Let's reread the question one more time, and then we will get your wagers and answers. This season, James Austin Johnson became the third SNL cast member to play the current president of the United States in their first episode. Who were the previous two? Brandon, let me get your wager. We are wagering five points. Five points. That's what you had left. And Scott, let me get your wager. Um, our final wager is two. I two. Think. Yeah, that is correct. Okay. So, will be interesting to see who gets this right. Obviously, if Team B gets this right and Team A does not, they will close the gap before the final round. But will Team A get this right, the Ask Danishers? And I will start with... Brandon from Team B, Dan Hader. What is your answer? Our answer is Jay Farrow and Randy Quaid. Okay. Scott, let's get your answer for Team Ask Danishers. Um, we had uh, Chevy Chase and, and uh, Jay Farrow. Okay. Interesting, James. So, uh, from the answers that we got, Chevy Chase uh, did not play the president in his first episode he actually played the president in his fourth episode on the show so unfortunately that is not correct um jay farrow is not correct either either because when jay farrow became a cast member fred armison was still playing the president of the united states at the time so both of you guys are incorrect the correct answer and hopefully some people will check out this was joe piscopo in season six and randy playing jimmy carter playing jimmy carter yep Randy Quaid in season 11. Playing so Randy Reagan. Quaid was correct. All right. Okay. All and right. So you would, need both, yeah. you would need both those. You would need Joe Piscopo and Randy Quaid yeah. uh, to, to receive yeah. the points, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no half points for this one. So Unfortunately. We, yeah. It's all happening. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, Scott. And thank you, Brandon. We will see you guys for the final round coming up. Okay. So 
Uh, James, before we explain how the final round is going to work, let's get the top scores from the chat. And the chat will be playing along for the final round as well, James. So we're going to have them uh, give their answers as well. So let's do our updated chat results. After question number 10, we have John Ananias, who has 46 points. Victor Higgins, otherwise known as It's Saturday Night on YouTube, uh, is at 37 points. And Frank H. Robinson is at 34 points. So tight race in the chat as well. The only nine point difference there. And you can make that up. But let's get going with our final round. James, will you explain to the audience how it works for the final round? Uh, yes. So uh, we're going to give a category here in just a moment. And the two teams will now be able to place a wager up it to and including 20 points. And I believe, John, correct me if I'm wrong, that this is the one time where whatever they wager can be added or subtracted to their previous uh, total. Exactly. So if you guess wrong on this one, you will lose the points that you wagered. If you would like to wager zero, you can do that on this question. But you do risk the other team potentially getting it right and wagering a higher number and making a comeback. Okay, so do James, we ask for the do we ask for the wagers up front? I can't remember. I think yeah, uh, we'll ask for the we'll ask for the wagers um, when we go. Actually, no, I think we do the answers first, then the wagers. I think that's how we how we end the game for the uh, final round. But uh, we'll start by giving the categories so that the teams can discuss the wagers and what they want to do. Okay, James, uh, give us the category. The category, yes, is never an SNL guest. The category again, never an SNL guest. So our teams can wager up to 20 points. This is good nights. This is the final round. Our good nights. Okay, so once again, category is never an SNL guest. <laughs> don't play too much of that because I, I can't, I can't, I don't want to get taken down off YouTube. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Do we, uh, is it time for the question? Uh, nope, nope. We're going to give them one more time to keep talking about it. Never an SNL guest. So chat, you guys can also think about what you want to wager. Okay, James, do you want me to read the question or do you want to do it? Either way, you can go, go for it. All right. Final question here. Of all the former cast members that have not returned to the show following their departure, this person has appeared in the most amount of sketches. I'm going to read it again. Of all of the former cast members that have never returned to the show following their departure, this person has appeared in the most amount of sketches. So James, we just want to clarify. We are looking for the cast member who has been in the most amount of sketches, but has never returned to the show after their departure as a cast member. Right, the group of the group of former cast members who has never returned uh, as a guest or a host, right? I think in in any in any fashion uh, yeah. that of of all those people who have never returned after their departure, uh, that's a big group of yes. folks. And by, by I just want to clarify for people asking for the show, I'm talking about for SNL. So like the the person has not had a role in an SNL sketch since their departure from being a cast member. Okay, so I just want to be very clear. So yes, uh, and counting anniversaries. So uh, we are not counting anniversary specials. I just had a, that's a clarifying question there as well. 
they have to be in a canon SNL episode and have a role there to actually count. So we're looking for the cast member that has been in the most amount of SNL sketches that has never returned to the show. This is a little bit tricky, but that's why I want you to be very careful with what your wagers are, chat, and as well as our contestants. Okay. How long do we have, James? Uh, we're good. Time, time is up. I was uh, allowing you uh, time, to, time to speak, to, to okay. take charge of the room, as they say. Okay. And I believe we're going to have Brennan come up for Team A. Um, and then, Ian and Brandon, which one of you is just give me a thumbs up if you're the one that's coming up for uh, the final question? Brandon? Okay, perfect. All right, so we got Brennan coming up here and we got Brandon coming up. Let me just switch you guys. Okay, so uh, Brennan, Team Ask Danishers, you guys have done very well so far. You are at 52 points. Dan Hader is down 12 points at 40 points. So first we're going to start with the answers to... Uh, what, what do we decide, James? Answers or wagers first? Uh, we're asking for the uh, answer then the wager first yes okay all right so don't show us your wager brennan but let's get your answer to the question okay we went all the way down to the very last second both of us were not did not come to a conclusion um we bailed each other out a lot throughout the thing so i'm gonna let i'm gonna see if scott can bail me out one more time uh, this is not my answer, so I'm going to blame Scott all the way <laughs> if he's wrong. Uh, we went with uh, Bobby Moynihan as our answer. Bobby Moynihan. Okay. Brandon, what is uh, your answer for Team B? Similar to our competitors, we um, uh, had no clue. It came down to the last second. Um, Ian is going to save my butt here. If he's Blaming there. your partners. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, he said... Jane Curtin. Jane Curtin. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, can I can I give you my uh, can I give you my my answer as well? My other answer that I well, had. It, uh, it doesn't wait, matter. Wait on that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. Brennan, what what else were you thinking before? We uh, I was guessing Tim Meadows was just a random guess out of my head. Okay. There. T- Tim so. Meadows actually had returned to the show after he. Ah. Oh, well. Her, see. So there we go. So Tim Meadows <laughs> would not have been correct. Um. All right, James. Well, this is interesting because. One of these uh, one of these guesses is correct, but we will give the answers after we get the wagers. So, Brandon, first, did you wager enough to potentially pass Team A? So, Brandon, let me get your wager. Well, we have a go big, go home mentality here in the Dan Hader team. <laughs> We're going with 20. Okay. 20 points over here. And then, Brennan, what did you wager? Uh, it was eight. We were going to go with nine, but it was eight. So, and he said four, and then I said, no, we'll go eight. So we can tie in the end if we lose. So, Okay, yes. So that, that's exactly what happened. So, James, if, uh, if they both had guessed the same and they were both correct, we would have a tie. But we actually do not have that situation here. So we do have a winning team over here. James, do you want to give the answer? Uh, it would be my pleasure. The answer is Bobby Moynihan. Wow. <sighs> Congratulations to the Ask Anishers who come in and win the game 60-240. Great job. And uh, I'm just so, so impressed with everybody here. So uh, everybody, please wait backstage. I'm going to take you guys down. We're going to bring you back up to say a final goodbye for your teams before we end the evening. So great job, Ask Anishers. Sorry, Brandon and Ian. Okay. 
James, let's read out our audience scores for everyone who participated in the audience, okay? Yes, uh, please. Big congratulations to my man, John Ananias, who's always in the chat. Uh, really killer. Uh, he finished with 39 points. Actually, nobody in the audience got that answer correct, but still, uh, great job for everybody who played along. 39 points for John. In uh, The silver medal goes to Victor Higgins at 26 points, and then a tie for third between Frank and Jenny at 14 points. So thank you all for playing along. All right. Let's start with our losing team. We'll bring them up. We'll bring up team Dan Hader to say our goodbyes. Uh, Ian and Brandon. Ian, coming in so confident. What happened? I don't know numbers of sketches. I can tell you <laughs> the right. air date, the host, the musical guest, and the sketches that were on it. But I don't count. That's your, that's your thing. That's what you do best. But that's not what I know. Okay. All right. That that is very fair. But you know, I I know you know everything, so I just have to go into a, a little great, bit of an it area. A, it was a great game, though. You know, and I have to say, all the answers given were were solid answers. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Really, you guys did really great. So, and I know Ian. Uh, regardless, everybody knows you're a trivia pro, so you know everything about SNL. Um, so, Ian, uh, please tell the listeners where they can hear you and all of your podcasting greatness. Oh, thank you. Um, I have a show called Ian Talks Comedy. It's on Anchor, uh, Anchor.fm slash uh, one of these one of these things. Ian from English. <laughs> yes, dash a dash. Yeah, Ian from English. And tomorrow, I have an awesome episode out with o the OG writers Marilyn Suzanne Miller and Rosie Schuster. Yes, that is that's that's so awesome. Just. Uh... The incredible work, Ian. So uh, everybody, make sure to check out his show and, and go back and listen to the archives where I got to talk to Ian about uh, about yes. our you know making making of our podcast. So really cool to do that, um, Brandon. So great to get to hear from you. I know you. I think I saw that you had mentioned you're in a freezing cold dorm room. So I appreciate you uh, you battling through for us. You know, after once we're done here, I'm going to wrap myself in a very warm blanket. It is deserving. It is was an honor to compete with Ian. But after this, I'm going to take a long nap. So yes, For sure. And yeah, thank you again to Ian and Brandon, two of our wonderful patrons at the SNL Network. And I hope to continue to have you a part of our community for a very long time. So appreciate that, guys. And we'll see you very soon. Okay. Have a good night. Good night. Okay. Let's bring up our winning team, James. Let's bring up... Let's do it. Brennan and Scott coming up here. Yeah. Uh, I'm right. so happy I came up with Ben Stiller. That was such a good answer. That was my one I, good thing. <laughs> I, I really great job. Just known that Bobby had been on for so long and had so many sketches, but he, it's also been a relatively short span that's also been in, impacted by the pandemic that he just hasn't had the opportunity to return. James, just maybe just lower the music just touch so we get to hear this one. Oh, sure. Can you hear him? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I know, I know we love that that track. Um, but yeah, Scott, that was that is a wonderful guess. I did not think that I wasn't sure if anybody was gonna get it. And yes. hopefully with his uh yeah, Mr. Mayor show, I mean, he can come back soon. I mean yeah. he's got a he's a great character on that, so we'll see. He's great, he's great yeah, he's the best part of that. They're they're starting to bring back the TV plugs into the mix. Like mm -hmm. um, when Simulu was on, he could have been just as much for Tim's convenience as Shang-Chi. Okay, maybe Shang-Chi yeah, yeah. too recent. Okay, well, uh, Brennan, thank you so much. Uh, do you want to tell the listeners where they can reach out to you? 
Yeah, I'm uh, KellerB57 on uh, Twitter, and then also I do the Sketch Sorting Sunday and live discussions on the Live from New York uh, subreddit on Reddit. So uh, hopefully you see you next Saturday, next next Saturday with the new episode coming out. So yes, absolutely, looking forward to it. And Scott, uh, you have your handle right up there. It's at the Nick Fan Club. So uh, thank I'm you for joining Scott us. Sandler 94 on Instagram and cool. I've last year I made a. a- bunch of podcast appearances on the emperor's new podcast podcast without the acronym realm of immersion and a few others awesome. that were, oh, yeah and now you're on the snl network so anyways thank you and congratulations <laughs> yeah. to the two of you for uh winning the game tonight really appreciate it congratulations uh, thank you, scott thank you Brennan. yes great job you are thank now you so in the much. champions uh champion that circle great. so uh, great job guys Okay, uh, James Austin Stevens Jr. Thank you so much for everything for preparing the game tonight. Really appreciate it. Um, let's uh, let's wrap up and tell the listeners uh, where they can reach out to you. I know that you don't always like to give the answer, but you got to do it tonight. Uh, you know, Instagram, uh, James Stevens Jr., Facebook, all that good stuff. It's been a pleasure, John, uh, to come back together and kick off twenty twenty two with some live SNL uh, uh, trivia. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, thank you to all the listeners for listening through the trivia night. I hope you had fun. I hope you enjoy listening to the questions. In case you missed what we did at the end of 2021, maybe you were on vacation and you didn't check your podcast um, or your podcast feed. We had two very fun shows, very long shows. We did another draft where we drafted all-time hosts. So if you wanted to go back and you wanted to picture what the fall of 2021 would look like with anybody who's ever hosted Saturday Night Live, you can go back and listen to our draft. We had eight panelists on the show. It was the biggest show we have done on the SNL Network. That was a great show. I also spent a ton of hours putting together the best podcast moments of 2021, which is up on YouTube and in the podcast feed. So if you want to listen to the best SNL Network moments of 2021, that is a very fun show as we get ready for our January episodes. As for the schedule coming up next week we'll be back on monday night for the by the number show that'll be our mid-season by the number show where we'll have mike murray and some special guests on with us to go through the numbers and talk about the statistics from the first half of the season we will be back next week hopefully with another snl stories we have hollywood dish before the season uh, kicks off for the second half as well as our coverage of the uh or ariana debose episode and roddy rich so uh, you can reach out to me at John Schneider 24 for anything. Find us at the SNL Network on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you can. And we will see you next time, everybody. Have a good one.